Zambian, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm away. Okay. Second person saying this all. Okay. One guy messaged me the other time. I don't know if I told you. I say he saw it like TV. Yeah. I say ah, he was just lying down. You uh, saw the thing. I say no. Oh sorry, no really. Yeah. And he said the way the power of God was just moving like that. Yeah, he was surprised. Yeah, uh, check your answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. 
So, are there kids with her? Yeah. Okay. Sabla, Sabla has joined. Yeah, David Sabla. Yeah, he's one of the ministers. Uye Watifo, he's online. Yeah. Uh, Kaduri Makata zabadaba, leka baziande barakuna si atayalaba. You can keep on preparing. When it is time, I will give it to you. Kebayandi makatura adimakona yabadaba. Beloved, wherever you are, wherever you are, I salute all of you. Yes, Prophet Sabla, I salute Grace. I salute you. I salute you. Lekada, wherever you are, I just want you to open your mouth, begin to bless God, begin to bless God. Zantuda balalumbiata da duaka, eskutuski pandala balagaba. <laughs> 
Father, we bless your woman. Beloved, let's just bless God. Let's bless God. Bless God. I'm humble, son. Le cabrando zige de bregede. E kata yadavala barabadaba yagabalagaba. Father, we give you all glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the worship. Beloved, let's continue to bless God. Manduri atiantoria. Imbelalama ziandimbalabayakabadaba. Akonye palalado. Shibalala branda. Brugampayalagada brando. Esoto lebrende. Biante lebrende. Zedevene devedegedegedegede. Koyalaba. Koyalaba. Rampadaban to the Bayagadema, Azukania son Tonobrobo, Radian to Zebia Madagada, Ibaya Lagada Bragada, Kudayabalagada, Zukana Rabadi, Intoyola Brigade Ragada, Grampadosh and the Balazu and the Aza, as son Tonemeneacunda Hata, Bu Alamatush Elemedebede, Imbedus and Belalumberia Canabazia, Kodo 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 Imbayanda rabadakata Budoma adimba labalaba Imbayako ya asumia kata Imbala gada bragada ragada gada 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 Lebre shibrita balaba Nelosiante le menevrediako Ezotani vianda makunda bagaza Iloka 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 baragi Ezo grandi prandi alagada Bua azian divinish espedusata, Bunora zian de lebahanda rabada, Kota ya lambalagadan de lagadim, Brakoto zengede belege de zengede, Gagalama, gagenda, gagindo, zegede meniazo, Rembata yagada, Ipalala matundi, Father, we bless your holy name, Margoto yagada, Imbrosha brente librante balagaza. Zebrente lebelegede, Ibmayagada rabada, Kabumi asambayaba, Adindi bahala balaba, Davamu sabandi mahate, Bunus abaniakose, Dibranta balush alebelegaze, Buduma aziantu balaitama, Noros antenenu zabadagada. Oh, receive all the praise, God, my God, my God, my God, Kadi zagade, Gedebredegade. Lamazuni itanazas, zone ipaya inatuna ikadash, 
la kadala makiantus e grandi palagada lakuna apalush e mezuka yatuna vi azianti vilama hukaba tonos e kendos estonos istali lambaratus e brando zabalakamate mudumba halakantima imbamba hayantum balatimba azambiantu zabanda Dua zabande iziandi valaku Eskodimba lagandi mbrikase Duluma aramba hatonish Mukandia walu zabaya Yagadimba lu shaba Ramba sande brante We bless your name my God Oh holy 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 are you God Rosoto yandi mahadagada Ibalakum balagyandi mbilai sayambe Ademu hapambi azumbi azayava Ituna ya masumbi arantaba Buamba ya lambre antadabosha Bonus asimbanyandiba Oh, shedebaha, shedebaha Kayanda makuma davimba la yadaba Glory, glory, glory Adimba rakandi lahande In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Beloved, I want us to pray. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 104 verse 4, the Bible says that his angels, he made spirit, his ministers, he made flames of fire. Beloved, I want us to pray right now and we are committing the man of God who will minister tonight into the hands of God and we are praying that, O Lord, make him flames of fire. Make him flames of fire. We are also praying that, Lord, on this platform tonight let your fire fall on the platform tonight let your fire fall let there be an avalanche a rain a downpour an outpouring of your fire of your fire of your fire of your fire let the fire of god fall let the fire fall let the fire fall let the fire fall let the fire fall wherever you are please open your mouth and pray damazuga dagada into dabaka Hadaba, Eko Dabuzi Antamagada, Eko Dobolo Kamazi Tayaba, Eko Naramba Kazundaya, Azindi Makatayadaba, Yes God, Indori Adamakuna Hadakuma, Atula Mahani, Atula Mahani, Atula Mahani, Isundi Mahalamana, Azinki Antu Zagada, Laikunda Makasande, Duanda Anasumbi Arakada, Divindi Lamuza Gande, Esombroli Mi Atuzi Andi, Kunus Atunos Escadolos Endene, Dimazondo Kande Venibaha, Dolo Marandam Palanduri, Dua Azuya Miazova, Donesh Estone Sabah, Bekesunda Dinush Ekatayada, Ibandue Yabanda Lagada, Ila Amagadiba Lagaza, Ilamba Ragada, Ibazi Antayaba, Ibayano Jagada, Kazade Malika Lagada, Lamatu Nahatavina, Adimbria Colombia Sata, Bushonda Lamayanda Laha, Yazuba Yagada, Yadindi Alagadima, 
Jesus let the minister of God Father let your minister let your minister who will lead us tonight who will preach tonight who will feed us the fresh bread from heaven tonight let him be flames of fire turn him into flames of fire we pray that your fire there will be an avalanche there will be an avalanche there will be an avalanche of your fire oh god on the platform tonight on the platform tonight on the platform tonight on the platform tonight Bunamba sianda laba laba, domia koni asanduri abagada, ibaya duri andaraba, dono adim dilahab, buanga briande rambadaba, devialuma kantalia, dulamba la kianduri akaza, random balanduri kamba, dimumba ayanduri akaza, ila anduri andimbarumba andili, idoli andelembru udayagada. Ibili imbiri kemberi ande Rilamburi indimuzi andelede Ibamburi ya kanduri andarika laba Idalu ni aruzi anterika lima Irumba harusarika Iraika imbalu imbirikata Imbairi mukanda ramba shangarabu Imbiru azilambirikatu the bone maruji alimbelizuwa is the room bahayandurika ayataluri and divasunde oh shadaya kadalama delevede father let your fire let there be an avalanche of your fire idima koni mazuyave azanta dandiri masonderi randingri anta zoli mahalia matundi aviantus asetun bayanka miantu zala Father, let your fire rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Yakuma atuna imatundi bideke dimbri urandim prukumasi itulama dikandalama dekondi askombi agaza desoli alemeri azuya azundi vi antalamuri kata rukambu ndabali indimuza kata vada let your fire fall 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 yakuma yakaba Ibala Mudima Walimbi Ikatula Magada Azembiria in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Beloved, I will be handing over to the man of God who will be ministering to us tonight. He is a beloved brother of mine. He is a great man of God. He is a man I admire so much. He is a man of the spirit. A man of fire. Hallelujah. 
I salute everyone on the prayer line, on the conference. Everyone on the conference, I salute all of you. And after this, if you don't hear my voice, the only voice you are going to hear is the voice of the man of God, the great man of God, the vessel the Lord has prepared for us, Minister Emmanuel Bwedi Boatin. And if you are so much happy, let's put in some fire there to welcome him. Let's put some fire in there to welcome the great man of God tonight. Somebody put in the fire there. Makatayadaba. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. I salute you, son. I salute you, Nick, Bishop Nick. I salute you, man of God, Minister Ima. I'm humbled. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you so much, Apostle. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God richly bless you so much, Apostle. God bless you so much. And I wanna, I wanna, I wanna greet everybody in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so honored, and it's a, a privilege, and it's an honor for my man of God, Apostle General, <laughs> to have invited me for this program. I, I thank you for this platform, and I thank you for this opportunity. We wanna share a word of prayer as we begin. We thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Thank you for another opportunity that you have guarded your saints and your people, your sons and your daughters before you. We are most grateful for this life in the name of Jesus. Above all, we want to thank you for the presence of the precious Holy Spirit of God. Because where two or three are gathered in His name, He is there in our midst. So we thank you in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank the Holy Spirit for this opportunity He has given unto us to come and share about Him. We pray, just as Mary accepted, that may it be done unto me according as it is written and according as you have said. So Holy Spirit, may your presence let the affirmation of your word you always manifest the word and so make the word become flesh in us and let the word dwell deeply with us we thank you for you having taken over in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ Amen Amen Beloved, I, I thank God so much for our lives. And one thing David said, he said that, God, you have written the volumes of my life in a book. 
So what it means is that this day God has opened a chapter of our life that He has written about us that a time is coming like this where the saints of God would gather and share. You see, beloved, one thing I know is that whatever I'm going to share here with you is something I know we already know and we are already manifesting. But when it comes to knowledge, it becomes fresh to us and we would be able to come, become more committed and we would be refreshed in the Spirit of God. Beloved, today I want to share on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I want to share on who is the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Today, I, <clears throat> I, I want to take my time today and, you know, just today go on that slow, Rafa, so yeah, today. I want, I want to calm myself down and, you know, I want, I want it to be in a form of teaching so that everybody would, you know, understand everything that we're going to teach. So today I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Um, and I want to talk about Him because I have really experienced Him and I still experience Him. And he has become the closest friend and everything you can ever think of. I mean, he's, he's, he's a beautiful person. He's a beautiful person. And, uh, and today, you know, today I'm going to... Today, I, I just want to share his experience, right? Share his experience and how he's been to my life and what actually he needs to do for you and what he has been doing for you. Maybe you might not be so conscious of it, but he's working so marvelous in our lives and we want to bring it to light so that we can appreciate him so much. So I want to start by saying that, first of all, the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is God. And that affirms it in the book of First John chapter 5, verse 7. The Bible says that these three bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. And these three are one. And I like it that, you know, the Bible says that these three are one. And that should tell you that if we believe God the Father as being God, and we don't have any problem believing the Word, that is Jesus, also as being God, then we wouldn't have any problem believing the Holy Spirit is God. Because the Bible says that, and these three are one. So if they are one, then it means that whatever we see God to be and Jesus to be, that is the same of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not lesser than God. He is not more than God. He is God. And He is the totality of God. And that is where the Trinity comes in. That these three are one. And we don't have problem believing this because of the experience you know, we have with the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say that, look, if we have problem believing the Holy Spirit is God, then we can also have something you know, from the book of John chapter 4 verse 24. John chapter 4 verse 24. Jesus said to the disciples, God is a spirit 
he introduces him that God is a spirit and we believe God is holy so if God is a spirit then God is a holy spirit <laughs> God is a holy spirit and that holy spirit is God so God is a spirit who is holy and so God is a holy spirit <laughs> And I, I believe it is that simple because we believe God is holy. He's yes. a holy God. Yes. Right? He's a holy one. Yes. And Jesus said that God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So He tells us that God is a spirit. And what kind of spirit is God? He's a holy God. So He becomes the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now the, the reason why people, I believe, find it difficult to believe that the Holy Spirit is God is the fact that we saw in the account of John in the book of John chapter 2 when John the Baptist was introduced to the scene and the Bible says that John the Baptist said that I saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove on Jesus now that word he uses is a simile in English word because when you begin to use us and like then you are doing a comparison. But where John the Baptist was comparing was comparing the discernment of the Spirit. So for example, if someone tells you that you run like a horse, it doesn't mean you are a horse. But he's only comparing how fast you are to the horse. So John the Baptist said that I saw the Spirit descending. It means that it was the coming of the Holy Spirit upon Jesus that descended like a dove. So he was actually talking about the descendment of the Holy Spirit. How the Holy Spirit came. He came like a dove descending. And so he doesn't make the Holy Spirit a dove. But he was talking about the coming of the Holy Spirit like a dove. So as I say, if I say that you run like a horse, you are not a horse. But it is your running I am comparing to a horse. That is where the analogy is so if the holy spirit descended like a dove it doesn't make the holy spirit a dove so i i, I really have a problem with people when people begin to you know associate the holy spirit with the dove he's not a dove he's a personality he's a god he's a personality and i believe we are look because the reason is that if we begin the revelation you have about God is the light in which you walk with Him. Yeah. The revelation you have about God will become the light in which you walk with Him. And when you begin to have that revelation about God, you are able to relate in that revelation well with God. And God becomes that revelation that you have seen about Him on you. Mm. So when you, are, when you see the Holy Spirit as a dove, you, you are limiting the power and the personality of the Holy Spirit upon your life. And then I believe that the Holy Spirit will be grieved much yes. when He is a totality of God yes. and you are linking Him to just that small animal as dove. But even in the Bible, God characterizes Himself with some animals. Yes. And those animals He characterizes Himself with is, is lion. I am the lion of the tribe of Judah. And you know, you know what a lion carries in the kingdom. Being the king of the jungle. And then he, he, he compares you know, that to the eagle. Being what the king of the birds in the air. So even if you want to 
symbolize or characterize the Holy Spirit, then you could have gone for, you know, the lion of the tribe of Judah. That would have been, you know. So I believe that if we are able to have the, the consciousness that the Holy Spirit is not a dove, but a personality, but a God, we are able to relate to Him, and that revelation will bring a light in which we will walk with Him. Now, over the years, from the Old Testament, the Father introduces the Son in the Old Testament. And when you read the Bible, the Old Testament, whatever event that happened in the Bible depicted the introduction of God telling us about Jesus. Look, when you look at the account of Noah, what happened? It's all about Jesus. Jesus being the saving ark, the salvation of humankind. When you look at the account of, you know, um, Abraham, God sacrificing his own son. And, and when the son was to be sacrificed, he told them, no, 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 no. You have to use that lamb, that ram, and, and symbolizing Jesus as the lamb of God. The account of Joseph, when Joseph, you know, came into his brother, his brother never accepted him. They sold him out. And that was the account of Jesus. He went to his own. His own never accepted him. Rather, this man was cast in a prison. He, Jesus died in the hands of death. And he, he came back again as a, as a victor and as a prime minister. There we saw the resurrection of Jesus. So all the account of the stories in the Old Testament was God revealing Jesus to us. So you see, that is why Jesus had a problem with the, with, with the, with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He says that, look, if you people have read about the law, if you have read about the Old Testament, it was just about me. They spoke about me. The prophets spoke about me. All the things about the Old Testament was all centered on me. And God introduces Jesus in the Old Testament. So everything about the Old Testament is centered on Jesus. Now, Jesus came and manifested the Father. Jesus came. Now, look at how the thing is. Father, manifest, Father introduces the Son. And the Son comes into the world and manifests the Father to us. <laughs> we are getting this. Yes. So Jesus manifested the Father on earth. That is why you see in the book of John chapter 14, verse 9, when Jesus has spoken to the disciples and Philip was like, show us the Father. And Jesus answered in the verse 9 and said, come on, do you need to see the Father again when you have seen me? Because if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So what it means is that Jesus came on this earth to manifest the love of the Father, the character of the Father, the persona of the Father to us. And so whatever Jesus did on this earth was to introduce the Father to us. So Jesus says something. He said, I'm not going to testify of myself. I'm not going to make manifest of myself. But you know what? Somebody is going to come who is also going to make manifest of me just as I manifest the Father. And so he spoke about the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus said, look, I'm not going to bear witness of myself. But when that Spirit comes, he's going to bear witness. He's going to manifest me. He's going to glorify me. He's going to speak not of his own authority, but whatever he hears, whatever he knows about me, that is what he's going to testify and manifest to the world. And look, we are in the era 
of the Holy Spirit where this Holy Spirit of God is manifesting Jesus to us. That is why you and I have come to understand Jesus so much. The disciples never understood Jesus when he was with them because that time the Holy Spirit was not given to the disciples. So they couldn't understand the works. They couldn't understand the deeds. They couldn't understand what Jesus even told them. So Jesus said, listen, you guys, you can't understand me now. You can't understand me now. So you let me go. When I go, that other person, who is that same God, just as I manifested God, he's going to manifest me and speak about me to you. And so Jesus has to leave the scene so that this time we would manifest the Holy Spirit would manifest Jesus. That is why, Apostle, you and I understand the works of Jesus so deep. That is why you and I know the reason for which Jesus came to walk on this earth. That is why you and I know the essence of the cross. That is why you and I know the essence of his resurrection because someone has come a God testifying of what that God came to do on this earth so do you know who are those manifesting the Holy Ghost now now the Holy Ghost also needs to be manifested and we are the ones manifesting the Holy Ghost on this earth the era of the Holy Ghost is the era in which we are living in. It is a time, just as God the Father had the time with Moses and the prophets, Jesus Christ had the time with the disciples in Israel, and this time we have the time with the Holy Ghost. I want to make something remarkable here. Look, Philip said that Jesus show us the Father. And Jesus said, look, you have seen me. In fact, I came not on my own, but I came out from the Father. And whatever you see me do, that is what the Father does. In other words, I am showing the physical being of my Father. How do you know? If so, if you look at the life of Jesus, it gives you the true picture of God. Was Jesus merciful? Did Jesus show compassion to people? Then it means that our Father is compassionate God. Was Jesus kind on earth? It means our Father is so kind. Was Jesus loving? It means our Father is also very much loving. Did Jesus heal? It means our God is a miracle worker. Apostle. The primary assignment of Jesus on earth was not the cross. The primary assignment of Jesus on earth was not the Calvary. The primary of Jesus on earth was not the resurrection. The primary of Jesus on earth was to restore the Holy Spirit back to humanity. All the things Jesus did, the death, the resurrection, the ascension, 
were the means to the end. And what was the end? The end was the coming of the Holy Spirit. The resto- I, I, I'm using the word, I want you to underline this word, restore. The restoration of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit was once lost in Genesis. Where he could not stay in man any longer. But wanted to have that fellowship with men. So he has to come upon people work and leave but he never wanted that he wanted to stay on earth because he needed to perform an assignment on earth so jesus his works on this earth the dying of the on the cross the resurrection were the means for the holy spirit to be restored back to humanity I want you to I want us to read something from the book of John chapter 16. John chapter 16. And this is the statement of Jesus. He said John chapter 16 verse 7. He said, "Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. This is the reality, the truth, nothing else. I'm not lying to you because I am the way, the truth and the life, right? It is to your advantage. Come on, Jesus. Upon all the miracles you've worked on this earth for us. Upon how you have defended us in front of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Upon the multiplication of the bread. The fish we saw. And you are telling us you want to leave us. And you are telling us you leaving us is is our advantage. Come on. And he said something. He said, it is for your advantage that I go. For if I do not go. The helper will not come. So Jesus saying that it is for your advantage that I go. Now that time Jesus had not died. So it was not for the advantage that he would die. Because when he died, he was not gone. So it means that it is for your advantage I go. So it means that the death is a part of it. I need to die. I need to resurrect. And I need to ascend. And when I ascend, that is when the one I came to work for, for you, would come. Because it is for your advantage. Come on. If God says it is for your advantage, then he means it. That it is for your advantage. So the Holy Spirit on earth now is for our advantage. Now, I've said something here which I know is going to blow the mind of people because I've said that the death of Jesus' primary you know, assignment was not just to come and die. That was not the primary assignment. You get it. It was a means. The death is a means. And I will explain that when we move forward. I will explain that when we move forward. Yeah, I will explain that when we move forward. And today I want, I want, I want you to look at all the works that Jesus came to do on this earth. His death, His resurrection was for the restoration of the Holy Spirit back to humanity. So that is why he said, I need to go. I need to die quickly. I need to be on the cross. I need to resurrect. I need to ascend quickly so that I will send this man. I will send the other God to come. Jesus in his earthly assignment on earth started preaching and i love it 
when this man was anointed and the spirit of the Lord came upon him after his baptism the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord took him when you read Matthew 4 he fasted and then he came back when Jesus came back the first word on the lips of Jesus in his preaching is seen in Matthew 4 17 he says repent for the kingdom of God for the kingdom of heaven is at hand Jesus Christ spoke about a kingdom that needed to come the kingdom of God is at hand there was a time he told the disciples that the kingdom of God is within you What was Jesus trying to say? Jesus was trying to say something, communicate that my purpose of coming is that I want to restore a kingdom back to you. A kingdom that was lost. A kingdom that was taken. I need to restore that back to you. So what I need for you is that repent. This kingdom is right here. And you can enjoy the benefits of the kingdom. That is why in his preaching about the kingdom of heaven he started giving the goodies of the kingdom to the people there is healing in the kingdom so he could heal people because in his kingdom there is healing he could give life to someone who is dead because in his kingdom there is life he could work miracles because in his kingdom miracles are available he could call on angels because in his kingdom there are angels over there. That is why, you know, when the people came to arrest him, he said, Come on, Peter, you don't need to defend me. I could have called legions of angels from my kingdom to come. Now, I, I, I want to drive this and then we go to the Holy Spirit. So Jesus Christ introduces us to a kingdom. Every kingdom I know has these following characteristics one a kingdom has a king yes. a kingdom has a governor yes. a kingdom has citizens and a kingdom has a territory yes. okay so let's see if the kingdom of god qualifies this mm. jesus is the king of kings so there is a king in that kingdom so we establish that there is a king our Jesus, our God, He is the King of Kings. Do you know why Jesus is the King of Kings? He is the King over us, we, the Kings. Because the Bible says that He has made us unto our God, kings and priests, in the book of Revelation. So we are kings on this earth, and He is the King in heaven. Thus, the kingdom have a territory yes the territory of jesus kingdom is heaven that is why the bible says that the heavens are the lord's but the earth he has given to humans to man so what it means is that god as a king extended his kingdom and created a physical kingdom of his kingdom so he extended a territory of his kingdom 
on this physical earth. And every kingdom needs a governor. A governor who could link to the king and link down to the territory where the king needs to rule. Now, if I wouldn't take you back, a perfect example is Ghana. I want to, today I want to deal with this. Ghana. We, we were told in history that we were colonized by Britain. Britain is a kingdom who is, who, which is ruled by a queen. Now, when they came to Ghana, they colonized Ghana. And when they colonized Ghana, the queen didn't need to come to Ghana. But rather, the queen brought a representative of her who is a governor to govern the territory of that colonized country. So in the history of Ghana, we heard of Governor Gagesberg. Who is this governor? A governor is a person who links, who serves as a link between the king or the queen in that Britain and the people that you have colonized. What does a governor do? A governor brings down the ideas, the will, the desire of the queen to the place where he has colonized so that the queen wouldn't need to come there but whenever they see that governor the will of the king is executed by that governor. One, when they come to colonize your country, one, they make sure that they change your culture. So Ghanaians, we were speaking, you know, different languages. Now we speak English. Why do we speak English? It is because of the British who came to rule, colonized us, and they changed that culture. We began to change the way we dressed. We began to change the way we think. We were behaving just like the people in Britain because a governor is making sure that the desires of the queen, the, the intent of the queen, the will of the queen is brought down to the people that you have colonized. Two, a governor doesn't stay in Britain. The governor stays in the colonized country. So what it means is that for the British, they built castles for themselves here in Ghana. And they were staying in Ghana. So when you see a governor, it is like seeing the queen herself. Whatever the governor tells you is the direct thing that the queen would have told you. The governor had a responsibility of making sure that the citizens that he has colonized are fed well, they have what it takes so that they wouldn't rebel against that particular governor. Look, this thing I am telling you is a perfect example of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the governor now in the book of Genesis yes. before Adam declared independence because look when you are a country and then you declare independence what it means is that you are now on your own 
the governor has to leave. The British will not rule you again. This time, you are the one to rule yourself. I remember when Kwame Nkrumah and other things fought for the word is independence. That means that they cannot influence us again with their culture. They cannot influence us again with their will. They cannot influence us again with anything. We need to do things on our own. Look, in the book of Genesis, this picture was depicted. God the king ruled heavens. He wanted the culture, the character, the will, the desires of heaven to be just like on earth. So what he did was that he brought a governor who would come in the form of a spirit into human, into Adam, so that Adam would rule Adam would take dominion and behave just like God. Because the Bible says that he created man in his own image. And after he breathed into man, what was it? God gave the Holy Spirit to man. So that man would think like God. Man would act like God. Man would speak like God. Man would do everything just like God did in heaven. And man would do the same here on earth. That is why he said that let us make man in our own image. And this time, let him have dominion. So Adam could connect to God because when Adam connected to the governor, the Holy Spirit, he is he was connecting straight to God. Just as you would connect to the governor, God in Godesberg, and you have connected yourself to the queen. That was the same way the Holy Ghost was connected to us that we could connect to God. So the Holy Spirit had, a, had an assignment to do. He was supposed to, he, he worked on the character of Adam. That is why Adam never had any problem with God. Because Adam could think like God. Adam could speak like God. Adam could do everything perfect just like God did. That is why when God gave Adam the power to name animals, God never saw any mistake from Adam. To say that, Adam, you've made a mistake. I wouldn't have called this a lion, but you called him a lion. It was perfect because the mind, the intellect, the will of God was just in Adam because the Holy Spirit, the governor, was there with Adam in the garden. Making sure that things work perfectly for Adam in the garden. So everything that Adam needed in the garden was supplied by the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when we need roads, when we need hospitals, we don't build them. It is the governor that needs to supply it direct from the queen to us. And so, it was the Holy Spirit who linked us up with God and could give us everything that we needed directly from God. So when we speak, it is as if the Holy Spirit is speaking to God. So man in the Garden of Eden, before his declaration of independence, was perfect with God. Man never felt sick because the governor provided healing for man. Man never had problem in any way because all the solutions that he needed came with the governor. God didn't question the character 
of this man because it was so perfect loving kind faithful and all that because that is the persona of the governor the holy spirit man rebelled against god and man declared independence and man said god i don't want you to rule me any longer so this time i want to be on my own Mm. and the bible says that whoever you obey you become a slave slave. to that master Mm. so man chose to obey satan and when satan took over sin came into man holy spirit cannot stay with sin so the governor needed to leave because man has called for independence so the holy spirit man lost the holy spirit when man sinned against god that is why man came back onto his senses and began to live in the flesh and saw himself that he is naked when god met him he started seeing with his eyes i am naked man began to live according to his flesh that is why the bible says that we are not of the flesh we are of the spirit now because there is a new birth of us that is the holy spirit whatever is born of the flesh is the flesh and whatever is born of the spirit is the spirit now you and i can rejoice because there is a new birth that the holy spirit has given unto us that we are one with the spirit i don't want to hurry to go there so man declared independence and do you know what happened i want you to take this notice when the holy spirit left the holy spirit left because man took that nature of sin inside him listen now the devil has come to rule because so the bible says that whoever you obey you become the master so they chose to obey satan and satan became master over that over their lives and satan brought his kingdom the kingdom of darkness because he is the master over that particular kingdom and he deposited his spirit inside man and that spirit he deposited inside man is sin and so sin began to produce in man the qualities that it carried because now man is not of his own any longer now man needs to be controlled by a new governor and that governor is sin so the holy spirit had no place to stay in man because he is holy and he had to leave man because man has declared himself independent that i can do things on my own and need i don't need you now look ever since man declared independence in his life man's life has been in a mess man's life has been as an outcast man's life has been so awkward that is why man began searching for god again and that has brought the many religions on this earth because there is an emptiness in man i keep on saying that nothing can fill that emptiness in man with the exception of the holy spirit that god has created a path in the spirit of a man that is why money cannot fill that vacuum alcohol cannot fill that vacuum women cannot fill that vacuum nothing can fill that vacuum that is why you see those who are even in the world no matter the pleasure that they go into they still feel empty without the holy spirit because that path was not originally for sin 
but for the Holy Spirit. So until you call upon the Holy Spirit, you still continue to feel empty and empty and empty and empty and empty until you come to Jesus. Every governor comes from the original country. That is why Jesus said, He said, Look, I have to go and I will send the Holy Spirit from the Father. So it means that the governor is coming from the Father. What is the governor going to do? The governor will need to restore humanity back to that face of the Garden of Eden so that man and God could be one once again. So Jesus Christ's assignment on earth was that do all that it needs to take so that you can restore man back to God in a way of bringing the governor back to man. The Holy Spirit after leaving man could not stay in man again. Do you know why? Because something already occupied man. And that is sin. And I want to read something about sin. I mean look, something about sin. I want to read something from the book of Romans chapter 7. It's, it's so marvelous. I saw it and I was like, wow. So that is why you see people do what they do. People do what they do, not just because they will to do it, but because there is something inside of them that is pushing them. I want to read Romans chapter 7, verse the number 8. And I read, he says, But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me. Look, I want to compare this. Just as the Holy Spirit will produce the fruit of the Spirit of God in you, love, kindness, long-suffering, patience, self-control and all that, when sin took over man, sin also produced its fruits in man. And that is why men 100% will rebel against God each and every time. Look at the people of Israel. How many times will God not show miracles to them? How many times will God not tell them that he is angry? They could not follow the law because something was inside that was producing their behavior. And that is sin. So sin produced. And that is why Paul would continue in the verse 17. He says that, but now it is no longer I who did who did it, but sin that dwelling. Paul says, listen, there is something inside of me that the things that I don't want to do, there is a character that is being produced in me. There is somebody working inside me and that is sin. Because sin has taken dominion. That is why Cain, when sin took over his heart, the first thing he needed to do was to exhibit something from the kingdom of darkness. Murder his brother. Why? Because that person he calls himself king in the kingdom of darkness he has been a murderer from the beginning so sin exhibited that character of that king in his kingdom now listen now I'm, I'm taking this opportunity for you to know that if sin could do this how much more the holy, holy spirit, spirit that liveth in you if sin did not allow you to take over your own self, but sin produced, listen, the Bible says, he says that sin produced, sin produced hatred in men. 
That is why men still hate. Sin produced anger. Uncontrolled anger in men. That is why men. Sin produced rebellion. Sin pro- anything. You see anything that, that goes opposite to the fruit of the spirit. Is produced by sin. Hatred. When Holy Spirit is giving us love, sin is producing hatred. When Holy Spirit is giving us joy, sin is producing worriness, burden, anxiety. When sin is when 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 the Holy Spirit is producing peace in us, sin came and produced in people trouble, fight, quarrel, war, backbiting, unforgiveness, all those things. So do you know what God did? God so the holy spirit of god could not live inside of man because sin had taken place that is why in the old testament he needs to come upon them he couldn't have been in them he needed to come upon them so when the prophet wants an assignment to be done the holy spirit will descend upon them use them for that assignment and then he needs to leave so god who wanted to restore the Holy Spirit back said that listen Holy Spirit governor you need to you, do, you don't need to stay in heaven your place is this earth and you need to stay in a castle on this earth you need to stay in a building on this earth and just as governors will stay in castle in the country in which they need to colonize you need to go and stay in a house where you need to colonize and that house has to be the body of a believer. That is why he says, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because he's a governor, he needs to stay at a place so that he can govern the people. He can bring the good intent and the will and the desires of the Father in the lives of the citizens. So he needed somewhere to stay. And that is the body of you and I. So now God needed to deal with the problem of sin eliminate the problem of sin eliminate the power of sin so that the holy ghost could come to his place where he was with adam so that is why i said that the primary assignment of jesus was to restore the holy spirit back because we once had him and he's gone and something has taken now let me tell you this jesus christ went into the temple and where he went into the temple, people were selling in the temple. What did Jesus Christ do? He took a whip, whipped them, and drove them out of the temple. And he said, he said something, he said something. He said, for my house shall not be, my house shall not be a place for a den of thieves, but my house shall be what? A house of prayer. What it means is that it was a symbolic of his death. I'm going to die and I'm going to deal with that thing which is in the body i'm going to drive it away so that the holy spirit himself will come and take charge of his temple once again so he told the people i'll bring this temple down what was it i'll bring this your body down one day and i will resurrect it within three days the resurrection is the new birth and the new body that christ has given to us and this time it has been crushed with those who were selling the deeds of thieves because the Bible says that the, the Bible says that deeds of thief here means that the Bible says that Satan is a thief, he steals, yes. he's a liar, and he's a thief. 
He said, the thief cometh not. So if he refers to the people that you are deeds of thief, then that means that Satan, you don't belong to the temple of God. You don't belong to the body of the children of God. I am driving you out within three days. And three days, I will raise up a new body where you cannot dwell in again. But this time, the governor himself, the real owner, the one for which God created, he is coming down again back to his body. And Jesus symbolizes the end. The people never understood what Jesus did. I bet you. So Jesus Christ needed to deal with... Now, do you know why? You, you see, when G- God needed somebody who was without sin so that the Holy Spirit would live in him. And that is the reason for Jesus. Because Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit himself. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Mary, he said, You shall conceive of a son. You say, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. So this time, the Holy Spirit is going to create a body that he can dwell in. A body without sin. That is why Jesus Christ was not a sinner and could never have sin inside him. Because if the Holy Spirit lived in a body of Jesus 24-7 for 33 years on this earth, then it means that he lived in a body that contained no sin. He lived in a blood that had no sin in it. So Jesus Christ contains the Holy Spirit. And he said, now listen, you know something? The kingdom of God is now within you. The governor is now within you. He is bringing the kingdom back again. He is within you. He said, it is for your advantage that I need to go. I need to die. I need to resurrect and go to the Father so that the governor himself who needs to work on you so that at the end of the day he has a responsibility to perform in you he has a manifestation to manifest in your life he has a glorious life to make you live and i need to go for this man to come so the death of jesus the blood of jesus was for the cleansing of this body was to deal with sin so that sin will be broken off from us and then we will have a new temple a new life a new body to welcome the governor who is holy. So that is why God never wanted you for your righteousness. He never wanted you to work your righteousness. He worked it free of charge for you. Because you cannot do it the same way He wants the Holy Ghost to do it. He prepared your body. He prepared everything for the Holy Spirit of God to come. When Jesus was on earth, He trapped the Holy Spirit because He was the only one having the Holy Spirit. The disciples did not have the Holy Spirit with them. No! They could, the Holy Spirit could not be in the disciples. That is why He said, listen, the things I say to you guys cannot understand it because, you, you see, you, you, the Holy Spirit is not Yet in you, that, that is why John in First John will say, the anointing that you have received, you need no man again to teach you. Because listen, formerly that anointing, that spirit of God was not in the disciples. So whatever Jesus told them, they never understood. They never knew what he was talking about. They never knew of his death. That is why Peter could say, hey, hey, Jesus, you don't need to go and die. He never knew what he was saying. <laughs> he never knew. But Jesus said, hey, guy, I need to go. Because one important person will need to come. And before he comes, just as a president, I need to make sure that things are in order before he comes. I need to die so that my blood will cleanse you 
will purify you. I need to resurrect so that there will be a new life. And when he has come, he will make sure that he makes you a born again Christian. That is why Jesus told Nicodemus that if you want to enter into the kingdom of God, you need to be born again. Because what is born of the flesh is of the flesh. If you are born of the flesh, sin is of the sin. But whoever is born of the spirit is of the spirit. You are no more flesh again. You are a spirit being. That is why when you received Jesus, Jesus needed to come inside you. The Holy Spirit needed to come and stay because all the works has been perfected by Jesus. Let me, I want to speak something small about the Holy Spirit. I want to speak something small about the Holy Spirit, you know, some of His works. One, the Holy Spirit gives you a culture of heaven. One thing I know about culture is that every culture has a language. That is why when you receive the Holy Spirit, He gives you a heavenly language. He gives you a language from heaven. That is why you don't speak just like the ordinary men. And that is the first manifestation when Jesus Christ told the disciples, Go, tarry in the upper room. Go, wait for the Holy Spirit to come. And when the Holy Spirit came, the first thing that He did was to change their language. And they started speaking in tongues. Tongues is a heavenly language. For the manifestation of the spirit your culture will need to change the way you speak will need to change that is why today you and i we speak english because a governor came and and told us that the, the intent and brought the language of the queen to us that is english and that is why you and i if it were to be the french we would have spoken french by now if it were to be any other language they colonizing us we would have spoken that language that is why we Know that the Holy Spirit is on us because we speak the language of the Spirit. That is why another thing the Holy Spirit deals with is your character. He introduces his character in you. That is why you see in the book of Galatians chapter two, chapter 5 verse 22, he says, And the fruit of the Spirit Period. If sin could cause men and produce in men for them to behave in a way, then if the governor, the personality of the Holy Spirit now has come to live in you, he would also produce and give you what he has. So he bears the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. That is why you can love. That is why you can show kindness. My God. That is why you can have long suffering. Mm. That is why you can have patience. Mm. Because the character, the persona, mm. the personality of the Holy Spirit has come oh, into your life. Mm. Listen, what men need in this world, mm. what men need in this world, they don't need clubs. Mm-hmm. What men need in this world, they don't need anything. What men need is the Holy Spirit. Because that vacuum of God, that original vacuum that has been hijacked by a foreigner who is not supposed to be in that vacuum, which is sin, controlling people, it is the place of the Holy Spirit. That is why Jesus has given an assignment. Go into the world and preach. Tell the people that there is a good news. The governor is now on earth. 
He is a limitless God. And when you give Him that chance for Him to come into your life, He's going to make your life so beautiful. He's going to make your life so pleasing. He's going to make you have that joy. He's going to make you have that peace you are longing for. He's going to make you have that miracle you are earning for. He's going to give you that healing that you need. He's going to give you every good that you need from heaven. So far as I have the Holy Spirit, brother, every heavenly thing is given to me because the Holy Spirit is linked directly to heaven. Just like the governor is linked directly to the queen, that is the same way the Holy Spirit is linked directly to to God. Now when the king speaks, I hear. Yeah! Because the governor takes the voice of the king and brings it to me. That is why this time I don't need Moses to stand in between us so that Moses will listen to God and then come and tell me. Now the governor himself is there. When God speaks, look, let me let me tell you something about the language of tongues. Every believer should desire to speak in tongues. And, and look, it is it is it is it is for every believer because that is the language of the spirit. When you begin to speak in tongues, it is the Holy Spirit who is praying for you. Nobody knows God except the Spirit of God. In the book of Corinthians, nobody knows man except the Spirit of man. It is the Spirit of God that knows the deep things of God. So when the Holy Spirit brings a language and He speaketh mysteries, that means that He is speaking the will of God. When, when I wake up in the morning, I, 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 when I wake up in the morning, I tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray for me. And do you know when, I, when the Holy Spirit begins to pray? Because I allow the Spirit. The Bible says that the Spirit Himself buried witness with our spirit. He is infused with our spirit that we are the children of God. With groanings, the Holy Spirit prays for me. So I, I, when, when I wake up in the morning and I begin to speak in tongues, it is the Holy Spirit of God who is speaking mysteries direct to the will of the Father because He knows the will, the mind, the desire of the Father for me on this earth. The Holy Spirit has come to stay in your body. If the Holy Spirit has come to take possession of His temple, therefore anything which is unwanted in the temple all those thieves in the temple the Holy Spirit does not share his glory with them. The Holy Spirit does not share glory with sickness. The Holy Spirit does not share glory with disease. The Holy Spirit does not share glory with any. He takes full possession of the body. In other words the Holy Spirit is responsible for your body. He needs to keep you healthy. He needs to keep you going because he needs to dwell in that particular temple. Beloved, this evening my message is that the Holy Spirit has come in us. Let us know the Holy Spirit more. Let us study the Holy Spirit more. Let us allow Him to do the work that He needs to do. He, you see, the Holy Spirit has a responsibility. I remember a prayer Jesus Christ prayed in the book of John chapter 17. He prayed a prayer. He said, God, those people you have given to me, I've been able to keep them. That means it was the responsibility of Jesus to have kept the disciples. So the Holy Spirit also has a responsibility on you. He needs to keep you for the Father. He needs to make sure that you relate to heaven. He needs to make sure that you bring heaven on earth. 
He needs to make sure that you manifest the character of the Father. So that when people see you, they will know that these people have been with Jesus. Just like Peter and John. When they were consulted and the people took, took notice that, listen, we are not seeing John and Peter any longer. We are seeing this man, Jesus, reflecting in John and Peter. Because the John and Peter we know, they are fearful. The John and Peter we know, they cannot speak so boldly. So when they were called in the book of Acts, when they were arrested at the temple and brought, the way they spoke, their mannerism, their character, the people took notice and said, wow, we are dealing with different human beings now. This is not the Peter we know. This is not the John we know. This time, he is depicting Jesus. And that is what the Holy Spirit will do for you. People will not see justice any longer. Apostle Justice, when you give the Holy Spirit your fullness, they will not see you any longer. They will begin to see the reflection of the beauty they will see the character. They will see the personality of the Holy Spirit. I like what John the Baptist said to Jesus. He said, Jesus, may he be increased that I decrease. Let the Holy Spirit take over your life. In the book of Isaiah 61, when you read and you reach the verse 3, it says, To appoint unto them that morn in Zion, he will give them beauty for ashes. So the Holy Spirit comes to beautify your life. Your life becomes glorious because you carry the glory of God. You carry the totality of God. You carry the, the persona of God. He says, I will give you the oil of joy for mourning. No more mourning because there is a joy inside of you. He puts on the garment the same way culture will change us the way we wear things. You and I put on tie because the British, they put on tie. The Holy Spirit will give you a garment of praise. He takes, he, he, he takes a garment off from you and He gives you a garment of the culture and that is the garment of praise. No more sorrows, but filled with joy, filled with happiness, filled with all the good that you want to see because the Holy Spirit has a responsibility to perform and to do in your life. When you wake up, allow the Spirit of God. Allow Him to take charge over your life. Holy Spirit doesn't make mistake. He knows better. In your quietness, allow the living waters to overflow you. That is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Out of your belly shall flow. So inside of you will flow the living waters. Allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to sink you. Let the Holy Spirit sink you. That we don't see the boat any longer. But we see the water that has taken over the boat. That has taken over the canoe. Now the canoe is sink. You are that canoe. Sink deep inside the living waters of the Holy Spirit. And people will see the true reflection of the Spirit of God. I don't know, but I, 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 I feel so great sharing this. Look, getting to know this, I know the Holy Spirit has a responsibility for my life. You don't struggle for things. 
helper, the Holy Spirit takes over for you because you've allowed him. Look, when the disciples were with Jesus, they never struggled for things. They could even sleep for Jesus to pray. So do you know why? When I speak in tongues, I am sleeping. My spirit, the Holy Spirit, have just only allowed him to pray for me. The disciples will sleep and Jesus will do the prayers for them. <laughs> the disciples, when they needed to be fed. One thing about culture is that culture, our food is also changed. In culture, you, remember, you know that? Yes. Now our food is changed. Yes. Jesus came to tell us that we will never live by bread alone. That means we don't feed on only bread. In the kingdom of God, we feed on the word. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Everything about us has changed. <laughs> everything about us has changed. So beloved, this is the message for us this evening. And I'm so blessed to have shared this particular message with you. Shall we, shall we pray? I want us to just speak in tongues and that will be our prayer. Lebrahashto Brando Shambrandin Koskin Brandin Kaskolevra Atushka Bradishka Rabostatus Gebrahaskavali Shala Brandoske Lebre Ikadoske Bradosta Livri Kade in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Beloved, if you are there, what are we saying? What are we saying to the man of God? Release some blessings. Release, release, release. Please open your mouth. Release some blessings over the life of the man of God. Uh, you don't know what is happening to me over here. Hey, <laughs> This is just the first day. This is the first day. This is the first day of this conference. Grace and fire. My God, 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 my God. I sense so much light upon me. Just open your mouth. Bless the man of God. Bless the man of God. Oh. Ituze inda bela hiba rato zambra dando sambalalata Norios, Norios, Norios Nuzigiazanda Raba in the name of Jesus. Man of God, Prophet Sabla. When the man of God was ministering, let me give this prophetic word and we pray one prayer. When the man of God was ministering, Prophet Sabla, I saw you holding a mic. I saw you holding a mic. The Lord is making you his voice in this generation. I said, the Lord is making you his voice in this generation. Again, the Lord is making you his voice in this generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And another thing I saw when the man of God was ministering i saw that everybody on the platform was waving white handkerchief a white handkerchief 
Glory be to the Father. Glory be to the Father. Beloved, I want us to pray only one prayer. The Bible says in the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 7, the Bible says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, grace, grace unto it. You see, the man of God made a statement, and Jesus said, He came, he said, This temple will not be a den of thieves, but it will be a house of prayer. You know, prayer is communication. Whenever we pray, it's about fellowship. So Jesus, the man of God was actually saying that Jesus came, that this temple is going to fellowship unto me. This temple is going to fellowship. You are praying right now, and you are saying that Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, oh my God, Father, release unto me the spirit of grace that I would depend on you. I would depend on you. I refuse to be independent. I refuse to be independent. The spirit of grace. The spirit of grace. Father, give unto me. Give unto me. Exceeding abundance of this. Beloved, you can't do it on your own. The man of God said, we need the Holy Spirit. Imudumbi akumbi akata Kodombi azunga duma Preya tumbi ilahata Domimbu kamanda Achamburi ya pampe Edoni atatea Adoni kaburi anda Ezuri indimuri asa Telekoni aso Dindundiria Nikumbri antalagado Buduri endelesua Delimbri intuza lagada Bukumbi asonde Esumbri ante Lebrinkosia, Randimbri Eleusia, Durush Imbri Akodia, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we are so blessed. Um, Joshua, Joshua, I, I see the Lord immersing you in a river of fire. I see the Lord immersing you in the river of fire. And take this from me. Take this from me some few days from now. The fullness of the Spirit is just taking over you. The fullness of the Spirit is taking over you. It is done. Hallelujah. Beloved, God bless all of you so much. Um, Tonight is the first day. Um, We are so grateful unto God and unto His minister. Uh, the man of God, I call him the Archbishop. The man of God, I call him the Archbishop. Emmanuel Buedibuatin is the one who ministered and he has fed us this word. Now, I'm still just meditating on the word. And I, I pray that you receive the grace to have time to meditate on the word. Something has been birthed in you. I will try as much as possible to send this audio also into the groups. So that we will be able to download and to feed on the word. Now, please, we have from tomorrow to Saturday. Saturday is the last day. And please make sure not to miss any of these days. And please, I will also entreat that we come early. This conference, we start at 7, exactly 7. And by 8.30, we are done from here. God bless you almightily. Tomorrow, another great man of God, a vessel of gold. 
God is going to use to minister unto us. A great man of God. Please don't miss this encounter. Please don't miss it. So if you don't hear from me again, then tomorrow we are meeting. God bless you all and thank you so much for your time. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Amen and amen. Bye. Go shabra da 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 da. God bless you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. So, tomorrow, God willing, we will all meet again over here. I salute you, Bishop Nick. I salute you. I salute you, Anna. I salute you, Daisy. I salute you, Princess. I salute you, Kuma. I salute you, Joshua. I, I salute you, 